Guys, welcome to the third out. I am your host, Bryson French, here with Noah Witzke. Noah, how are you doing this week? No, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, you know, started that training this week, so had a week packed full of uh, chemistry that's not actually chemistry. So that's a whole lot of whole lot of fun there for me. Very nice, I guess. Maybe it's yeah, been a good week up. for baseball, though. That that is true. Had a pretty good. Pretty good uh, home run derby. Uh, I think the first round, the first round was probably the best. Had some of the best uh, performances, first and second round. Uh, yeah. Then you know had a pretty good All Star game, and then uh, the regular season started back up. So yeah, it was a pretty busy week. Yeah. Uh, do you think they need to change the home run derby format? I've been hearing a lot about this, and I could not agree more that they need to. So I, your thoughts. I think the format is fine, but I think like the, I like the, uh, I like the, like the tournament style format, but I, th- yeah, but there's gotta be a, a way to have these better matchups, not in the first round. And I don't know exactly how they would change that because they rank them by how many home runs they have in the season. So, yeah, but I don't know. I, I don't know what the solution is, but there could probably be a slight changes. Yeah, I haven't seen complaints on that. A lot of the complaints I've seen and the complaint that I've had since they implemented this is like the fast pace split screen. You can't see the home runs as they're hit. Like you don't have time to actually admire the home runs. Okay, that's what you were meaning by format. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like there needs to be more. I mean, I like the fast pace. Oh, yeah. Of them, you know, just like if you're hit, like hitting 40 home runs in two minutes, I think is incredible. But, yeah, the production format could be a little could be a little different. Yeah, I think, honestly, my solution would be to go back to the old style. Like, you know, you have 10 outs, but just add a pitch clock. Be like. After the ball lands, you have five seconds to take your next swing. So that way you have time to actually like view the home run or not non home run rather, you know, depending, but then like you're still, you keep it moving. Cause the problem now is like the camera can't track all the balls. You have no clue what swings a home run and what swing is not a home run. It's, I don't know. It's just kind of a mess. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, but I know I don't have that big of a issue with it. Yeah, I still um, enjoy watching it. It's still better yeah, than I, the dunk contest and what a lot of other sports do. I think. Yeah, I feel like it's more. It's definitely more entertaining now than what it used to be with the out system. I think. Yeah, and the out system it took forever, and they didn't do the head to head, and I like the head to head. Yeah, it was just what you know six whoever. The top six people are move on. Yeah. yeah. Which and there were some guys that did really bad in that too. Like would barely get like three home runs. Yeah. See, I feel like that would be that could be a, an issue with the out system now. Because 
if you're like if you would implement the out system now because i remember watching it i mean it took i can't remember who it was but it took a good 30 seconds before a guy would hit his first home run and he for that sure would true. have he would have 10 outs you know at his first 10 pitches that is true i mean create a system where they get like five warm-up swings on the field before you have to go i don't know something like that i think it could be worked out to where i mean like the whole point though is you get to watch home runs give people the best view of the home runs like i feel like that's got to be a top priority for them to figure out at some point here soon because they've been at this for a long time and i've been complaining about it for years and i'm starting to see a lot of stuff online this year about it i mean uh, that's it you you could probably just what they have how many how long do they have in the first round what or what two and a half minutes yeah two you, minutes and then bonus yeah so you could probably just switch that or double that and have five minutes and then just implement okay you have after after each pitch you have x amount of seconds before you can throw so it's, yeah. you have the same two minutes. It's just not as – but it just wouldn't be as fast-paced, so it may not be as fun to watch, but you would get to I admire mean, them a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Because you're not watching much. You're just watching rapid-paced swings, and one out of every three balls gets caught on camera when it lands. I mean, I yeah. feel like you'd get more excitement if it were swing, watch it fly, it lands, turn around swing watch it fly like if it were that speed yeah I feel like it would be just as entertaining you're not missing out on a lot all right anyway today's episode we're, we're moving on as we're back into the regular season first off it's the second half of the year pretty much we got to update <laughs> our predicted award winners uh we got a lot to change and then we're going to get into the trade deadline a little bit yeah i'll say i don't know if we were, cha- uh, you know, writing these down before the episode started here. I'll you, uh, well, I guess we we you have three. You're changing. I have four. So I was going to say, I feel like I I'm changing the every- half of my list. Okay. I will. Yeah. I don't know. You may not need. To- I was going. There's see. only one. Gl- there's only one glaring one that you'll need to change that I can see, okay. or that I'm really paying attention with. But yeah, let's hop into it. Bryson, are, are you keeping your uh, your manager of the year for the AL? So, uh, I am really considering it because I still want to keep the Phillies. Oh, sorry, AL, Phil Nevin. No, I'm not keeping oh. that one. I'm going Kevin Cash. I think it's got to be with the way he's off with the Tampa Bay Rays. I feel like it's got to be him. I feel like he's mm-hmm. – has he won it or he's always in the conversation? But – Yeah. I don't know. I feel like with what he's doing there, it's, he's got to be – He's got to be the guy right now. Mm-hmm. Buck Walter, though. I mean, I really wanted to go with Buck Walter at the beginning of the season, actually. You know what? Let's make it interesting. I'm going with Buck Walter. That's what I'll go with. What are you doing? I'm going to keep I'm going to keep Rocco. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, manage the years are so tough to call, so... I'm just going to leave it as is. Yeah. I feel like the the Angels are off to a bad start and if they pull it, you know, pull it together and make the playoffs, you don't really have wild card managers winning this award very often, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, you could Unless change it. Unless it's like a miracle story for like the whole year, or like a team that was supposed to be really bad. That's true. Uh 
let me think. Who could if I would change it? Who could I change it to? I got, I got no idea for you there. I mean, other than the guys we have. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I think, I'll I think leave it. Yeah, I'll leave it. You know, just in case if they, uh, you know, make a magical run and win their division, make a playoff. I think run. they're in a good position to do that. They half came back. Yeah, so I'm going to leave it as is. Yeah. Okay. National League side, what are you doing there? I'm I'm going to leave that one as well. The Marlins are playing are playing a little too well. Um, yeah. So I think he's got a shot at it. I think Skip okay. Schumacher has been a game changer there, and I forgot the two you picked. It kind of slipped my mm-hmm. mind because I was looking down at the Diamondbacks as the team that were kind of overperforming, and I was thinking you got to go with them. But uh, I'm actually see. I started out with Rob Thompson, and it's I still think Phillies are going to go to the World Series. I'm not changing that. But again, they're sneaking in on the wild card like they did last year. I think Skip Schumacher. I agree with you. We've got to be Skip. I mean, they've won so many one-run games, and he's doing it with a pitching staff that's underperforming. Mm-hmm. He's doing it with so little offense. I really love what he's doing there, and you know, he's a Cardinal guy. I got taken. So you had that one originally, but I'm changing to agree with you. AL Cy Young, you uh, you got a change here. I don't know. I think I may keep uh, Alec Manoa here. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, uh, no. I want to change it. Uh, I, I'm going to give it to Garrett Cole, at the AL All Star starter. Solid pick. He's lighting it on fire. A lot of strikeouts for him. He is third favorite currently in the race. Um, I'm going with the favorite, and I had Christian Javier. I'm going to keep it in Houston. I'm going to go to Framber Valdez. I've kind of been disappointed in what Javier has done so far. He's been consistent and solid, and I think he's yeah. going to turn it up in the second half. But I think Framber is he's, – he's the guy right now. Uh, we saw him pitch. He was lights out. He was incredible. That's who I'm going with. National League side? Uh. I'm going to keep the pick that I've had since the beginning in uh, Corbin Burns. Uh, I do like that. He is capable of turning it up. There's not as much competition over here. Yeah. I kind of want to switch. I My guy is still right up there, so mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to switch. But I kind of do want to switch to Clayton Kershaw because – Yeah, that he's, he's doing that pretty quietly too. Yeah, he is – just showing that he is such a great pitcher in our generation. But I already had Spencer Strider, and Spencer Strider is behind Zach Gallon to to win it. I'm going to keep it with that. I think he had, what, three bad starts in a row? Mm-hmm. Kind of hurt his, hurt his numbers. But outside of that, he has been fantastic this year. So I don't want to go too far. Um, other other finalists here, Zach Gallon, of course, is the mm-hmm. leader. Blake Snell sneaking into this conversation. Yeah, which kind of surprises me. Yeah. Logan Webb for the Giants has been great. And then you got (laughs) the two Cubs, Marcus Stroman and Justin Steele, uh, coming in behind that. Let's move to some rookie of the year stuff. How's Anthony Volpe treating you? I think that first half, or that, yeah, the first probably three quarters, 
uh, maybe give or take a little bit of that, uh, is going to hurt him. Uh, he's playing really well right now. I think he ended the after his uh, his chicken park dinner. I think he was batting like three forty, uh, good OPS stuff like that. Um, so I think that if he continues to perform at that level, I think he has a chance to get back in the race. But Gunner, I think Gunnar Henderson may get this one. Yeah, and Gunnar Henderson's not even the favorite anymore. It's now Josh yeah. Young. I picked Gunnar Henderson yeah, to that. start with. Yeah, I picked Gunnar Henderson to start with, and kind of what I'm doing right now is if my guy still has a shot, I'm going to stay with him. Mm-hmm. I do. I love what Texas has going on there, though. Love what Josh Young has. Uh, Yoshida, same with him. He's he's looking really strong. Behind that, yes. Hunter Brown's been been pretty incredible too, but I think that's a bit of a long yeah. shot. It's going to be Young, Yoshida, or Henderson, I think, that wins this. Yeah, I agree. I almost uh, cha- changed it to Young, but I don't know. I think with Gunder be- being in the All-Star game and stuff like that, I, I think it's going to hold a little bit more weight. Um, so I'm going to go with him. Yeah, and I think... I think Gunnar has a higher ceiling and mm-hmm. you know, Young's been consistent all year, but Henderson's really heating up now. So I think I yeah. think that'll help him as well. The national league side is incredibly interesting. I've, we've had a couple conversations about this behind the scenes. Last year, the American league had all the good rookies. They had, uh, they had Rushman, they had Julio Rodriguez and they had Bobby Witt jr. This year, the national league has, come back with their own monster class of rookies. So what are you doing here? Now, I started off with Corbin Carroll, and then I changed it to Yuri Perez, which I probably shouldn't have changed it. I think, I, um, did you change it, or were you just in between those two? Oh, yes. That, I have him written down like I wrote down these, the ones I'm changing now. So I think I did keep Corbin Carroll. Because I have it, I have it highlighted in blue, so I got three guys down here: Corbin Carroll, Yuri Perez, and Ellie De La Cruz. I'm trying to decide if I want to keep it at Corbin Carroll or change it to uh, De La Cruz. Yeah, this is interesting. So, yeah, I mean, Corbin Carroll, Carroll is literally in the MVP race. Yeah. So I think, which, and Yuri Perez is. I mean, he's got a 2.3 ERA through 11 starts. Yeah, so it's not like any of these guys are – or he ended up being a scrub. No. So, Ellie yeah, De La Cruz is the most exciting player in baseball right now. Exactly. So I think that holds some weight too. Oh, speak. have you seen the Reds' attendance spiking since he's uh, been called up? Dude, I want to go I see think, a game. I hadn't looked at their numbers, but yeah, I, I want to go. Like a month before he got called up or something. I think, it, yeah, it, they had like 7,000 fans. And then after he got called up, it jumped to like 40,000 people. That is, that's a crazy jump. And I mean, they, they got a lot of rookies in this rookie of the year conversation. And I think it's kind of odd. I, I'm looking at the betting odds right now, and I don't <laughs> really like it. Because you got Ellie De La Cruz, too. Right, it's, it's Corbin Carroll, Ellie De La Cruz. That makes sense. And then you got Matt McClain. Yeah, 
I don't know that he's been that great. I mean, I know he's been good, but there's a lot of other rookies I think who have been better. Then we go a couple spots down the list, and we get Spencer Steer and Andrew Abbott. I mean, Andrew Abbott's been good. I don't think Steer's been that good. I think he's been good, but, yeah, I don't think he's been that good. Okay, he's above Jordan Walker and Yuri Perez. Yeah. And Patrick Bailey. Those three guys, Patrick Bailey, Jordan Walker, Yuri Perez, I mean, those guys should be, I think, right up there. Like, I mean, if we're comparing to, like, the American League class of last year, Corbin Carroll, Ellie De La Cruz, Francisco Alvarez, you can throw Andrew Abbott in there if you want. Patrick Bailey, Jordan Walker, and Yuri Perez are, like, the future of the National League. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think and, they kind of, they're all kind of coming up together. So, yeah. Yeah. And Yuri Perez, his odds are going to be lower because I think they're concerned about him having an innings limit put on him. So he probably will start slowing down. That makes sense. Jordan Walker, uh, he, I know he went down to the minor leagues, but when he came back up, he reset that hit streak. Uh, he actually topped it. And I think, what was it, like the longest hit streak by a rookie or a nationally rookie or something like that? So, yeah, I mean, he's not slouching. Patrick Bailey's been carrying the Giants. They're about to make the playoffs. Francisco Alvarez is doing nothing but hitting home runs over there in New York. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know that I agree with Matt, Matt McLean as high as he is and all that stuff. But, I don't know. What are you doing? Are you keeping it with Corbin? I don't think, like I said, Yuri Perez is going to hit the innings limit. If it weren't for that, he could stay in there. But I think that would be a concern for me with him. Yeah. Um, trying to think. Yeah, I'm going to leave it with Corbin Carroll. Uh, but De La Cruz getting it wouldn't surprise me. Would now wouldn't shock me. So I think it's going to be one of those two guys that's going to end up getting it. I think if Jordan Walker could play some defense the war would actually be respectable because he's, he's been hitting like nobody's business. Yeah. Quietly. And, you know, when you're hitting a lot of, you know, I don't know. He's not as electric, but his numbers are bigger, if you will. Um, but I think it's got to be Corbin Carroll, and I got to switch my pick from Jordan Walker to Carroll. Because Walker can go and do an, uh, some incredible things. And any other year, he would win Rookie of the Year. But this is not any other year. I mean, Corbin Carroll's on an MVP tear right now. It's it's not going to happen. Uh, American League MVP. I think, I think we had some great picks to begin the year. I'm not disappointed with how our picks have played, but it's MVP. Mm-hmm. you got to be the best in the league, and there's really only one answer here, I think. Yeah. Uh, I had there's a couple there's a few before the episode I had a couple guys down uh, from previous thought thought processes I had Vlad and Trout um, you know both those guys aren't having you know bad seasons at all you know they're both playing pr- pretty well but when you ha- when you have a guy that is one of the best DHs and then one of the best pitchers I mean you kind of have to kind of have to give it to him. So I'm, I'm switching it up to Otani. Yeah. I mean, Otani is 
as much of a lock as there's ever been, I think, at this point in the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, last year it was, you know, it, it was the uh, it was the judge show and everything that he was yeah. doing on offense. And now Otani is matching that. Like he's, you know, leading the league in home runs. I think, what was it? He's on the same pace that judge was on. Mm-hmm. He leads the league in OPS, extra base hits, like all that stuff. And then he's, what, third in strikeouts right now, I think? So, yeah, top five. Yeah. And there's nobody like Judge this year to, like, give him competition either, really. Nobody doing anything too crazy. Yeah. I I think he's head and shoulders above everybody else. I don't think there's an issue with that at all. Yeah. Over to the National League side, I'm going to have to change my pick. Uh, I went with Austin Riley. Uh, that has not turned out too great. He does tend to turn it on in the second half, but I think there's just a little too much ground for him to cover, and I think his own teammate is head and shoulders above him at this point. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? So I started off the year with Soto, or, or like super early picks. I start off with Soto. At the beginning of the year, I had Mookie. And uh, I'm I'm going to keep Mookie here. I'm not going to go anywhere else. Yeah, Mookie is solid. I think he what is he like second in the odds? I, th- um, I don't I yeah, don't know he if he's second in odds, but yeah, he's he's up there. Yeah, it's it's Acuna, Mookie, Freddie, and then Juan Soto, Corbin Carroll. Juan Soto's defense is not going to let him get it at this point, unfortunately. Corbin Carroll would be a nice pick, but it's it's Acuna's game. I mean he. He runs the league right now. He does whatever he wants. We saw him play, mm-hmm. and there's no stopping him. He gets on base whenever he wants. He steals bases whenever he wants. He does. He like. He just looks so free playing the game. I think this is his award. Your World Series prediction was Yankees beating the Phillies. How do you feel about that? Mm. I'm a little shaky on one of the on one of them. Uh, I'm more confident in the Phillies than I am the Yankees at this point. I think Aaron Judge's injury and what the Yankees are going to do at the trade deadline is really going to tell uh, where they're looking at to get to this season. Because if they don't make any moves, I don't. It, this season is going to be a wash. Uh, they're they're going to have to go get some people. Um, yeah, but I feel a World Series prediction so hard at this point is so hard. Yeah, to to predict because you don't know what teams are going to do at the at the trade deadline. Because I mean, you can, I mean, you can change your whole season's uh, outlook with just a couple a couple trades. I mean, the Yankees go out and they get they've been linked to Arenado. Um, they've apparently been one of the main main guys looking to get Otani this trade deadline. Which if if they get Otani, then I I would yeah. feel very I would feel very confident in in my selection, but I don't I don't think that's very likely at this point in time. Uh, but I, I think I'm going to change the Yankees, and I'm going to I'm going to put in put in a different AL East team, and I'm going to put the Rays in there. You see what I just wrote on my side? No, I did not. Okay. Well, I literally just wrote down Rays lose to Phillies. So 
Yeah, I just, I just, as soon as you said, did you see what I put? I looked, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, you were looking at the camera, so I didn't think that you saw it. But I heard you say an, an AL East team, and I was like, oh. So wait, who do you have winning? Let's see, you have in it. Who did you have winning? I have the opposite as you. I had, okay. I have, I'll have Rays Phillies or Rays being Phillies. Okay. Well, man, do I want to switch it up or do I want to be with you? So Philly's on on a tear right now. They're looking exactly like they looked last year. They're making smart moves at the deadline. People are heating up. I think Philly's in, and I I still want Philly to be my World Series team. I don't want to change that. Uh, the Rangers, the Rangers would be a cool team to put in, but I think the Astros are coming in hot, and I don't mm-hmm. know if the Astros are going to take the division. But I think there's just going to be a lot of competition there and they're going to beat each other up and so i think it has to be a team from the al east then and then do the orioles pull it off i don't think they have the pitching the yeah, Rays, i don't think they have the, i don't think they have the experience either no no and what's our what's our big problem with the race every year their offense and what did they fix they're off yeah their offense looks very good uh yeah so I mean, I am really yeah. Yandy Diaz is becoming one of my new favorite players very quickly, and mm-hmm. they've done so much on that offensive side. Really improved their whole mentality. They fixed something inside. They didn't even have to bring in new players. They just fixed it. So yeah, I'm going with the Rays making it to the World Series again, but I still have Philly winning it, and you got the Rays winning it. Okay, I like that. Solid picks. Over to uh, some trade talk. Yeah, let's switch it over a little bit. Uh, we're probably when did we do the AL? Uh, we probably it's did it what about weeks. a month? Yeah, yeah, a couple of weeks, a couple episodes. So about a month and a half ago, probably a month. Yeah, we did the so, American League then. Yeah, okay. So we're hopping so, down to Atlanta here, right? Uh, is that the first? First yeah, NL first team, team we got listed here. Yeah, so yeah, so let's start off with Atlanta here. There's not really much Atlanta needs to do. No. I think they can use I, another low-end starter. Everybody needs yeah. help and help, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it wouldn't shock me at all if Atlanta doesn't make a trade at all. If they just no. kind of sit pat and just roll with the guys that they've got. And I think they would be fine with that. Yeah, like we both stuck with Philly as our World Series team, but this is the best team, best team in baseball, or best team in the National League, one way or the other. The best team in the National League, I think, for sure. Yeah, at this moment, yeah, I would. You'd be crazy to disagree with that statement. Yeah, so let's go with that. Uh, Marlins, what do you got on them? This is an interesting team. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, the, the Miami's not really a team that goes out and does stuff at the trade deadline. They're usually selling, if anything. So, but this is a team that actually needs to go get guys. Uh, of course, pitching wouldn't surprise me if they go go get some pitchers. Um, you know, first or third baseman wouldn't surprise me if this team got in uh, the Nolan Arnado sweepstakes. So, yeah, very true. They've needed offense for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pitching yeah, is just the like, inside needs to get a little bit better. They got guys. They just need to pitch well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think if you 
just a couple moves here and there, you know, maybe, maybe get another pitcher uh, and then a third baseman, third or first baseman. Uh, maybe if they don't get Arenado, they go after like a Goldschmidt or somebody, somebody like that. Somebody with some experience uh, yeah. in the playoffs better. Cause I, I this Miami team, I think is going to make the playoffs. Um, yeah. So they're, they're going to need to need guys with experience in that. Yeah, I think if you get pitching, you get pitching that's not going to be a long-term solution because you have the guys. And we've always talked about how young this pitching staff is, how good it is. If you get if you get offense, you want to get good players mm-hmm. that can last you a long time because that's like a serious need this team has had for a long time. Our boys, the Phillies, they had a great trade trade deadline last year. Uh underperformance has been a big issue, but they're heating up. So, I mean, where do you go from there? Yeah. I mean, this is a, I don't think they need a whole lot, you know, maybe some bullpen help, a first baseman, maybe. Yeah. And that's uh, just, that, I think, not underperformance. That's just where you had a freak injury at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So you just got to, you got to get your guys healthy a little bit and then, I think, yeah, because they haven't really been healthy all year. So their yeah. guys are finally finally starting to get, get healthy, get together. Uh, this team probably won't make tons of moves at all. Yeah. So, I think uh, another starter would be a good move. I don't think yeah. they need an ace, although, you know, the pitchers have underperformed. That is an issue. But I don't think they really need to go out and get an ace. They need some, some lower level help in this rotation, I think. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, maybe now we get four. To the, yeah, yeah, four. We get to the interesting point now. The Mets are they even buyers? Are they sellers, or do they just sit still? What I mean, what I do mean, you do if you're in their front office? I'm gonna be honest with you. I have no idea what this team does. Yeah, I, I mean, I kind of say you can do both, mm-hmm. but then. It, a position of indifference does you no good right here, maybe. So hear me out. The The big thing that's their problem is the bullpen. Like, I mean, we saw a game a couple weeks ago where they got into the eighth inning and they had a multiple run lead and they had two relievers left. They had Peterson left and they had some other guy. They brought in the other guy and he like loads the bases and he clearly cannot execute. Like he's, you know, he can't, he's either throwing it right down the middle or he's like a ball. Everybody knows he's about to blow this game and they leave him in there and he gives up multiple <laughs> runs in a row. And after the game, Buck Showalter's like, yeah, I had nowhere else to go. It's either bring Robertson in for like a five out save and expect him to go pitch tomorrow or I have nobody else to turn to. If you're trying to make the playoffs, you can't be throwing games like that. Like, he literally just gave away a loss because they didn't have people to turn to. Yeah, so bullpen pieces are definitely things that they're going to go after. They may go after some starters, too. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, the I starters the are more, they're, they're I think more the, underperforming. Yeah, and I think the starters would be fine if the bullpen were to hold it on a little bit more and not expect so many innings from the starters, maybe. Yeah, that's true, but I don't know. Max Scherzer, I think, just looks bad. I don't know if it's the amount of innings he's pitching or what, but I just I can't remember the last time I turned a Mets game on that he looked decent in. He's he's gotten lit up almost every time I've watched him play. 
And Verlander walked like six guys through five innings today. So that's not great either. Yeah, yeah apparently you were texting me. He got booed off the mound. Yeah, he got booed when he left in the fifth inning. So, I mean, he didn't pitch terrible. I mean, three runs against the Dodgers over five innings, only giving us two hits and some errors on the defensive side that cost you. Like, it was, it's not terrible, but like six walks in five innings is not Justin Verlander command. So, that's concerning. Like, his pitch count got way too high through five innings. And with their bullpen, you can't be doing that. So here's my, here's my thing, right? This is where it gets interesting. You have to get a bullpen just to be, I mean, not even to win, but literally just to like preserve arms so that you have enough to get through. Okay. You got to get a bullpen so you can be a competitive team. Mm-hmm. Do you go get bullpen and maybe sell and trade away a Scherzer or a Mark Canna or a Starling Marte or even a Verlander? So you're kind of like selling and buying at the same time. Cause like those guys aren't on your payroll for much longer. Like Scherzer, Scherzer is going to be a free agent this year. So I didn't realize Scherzer was going to be a free agent. When yeah. did he, did he sign just, when did he I sign? It was a two year long? deal. Two years. Right. I was thinking, I was thinking it was a lot, somewhat long term. It may uh, have, op- it may be opt out, but you could trade him basically. You may have to yeah. pay on this year. Yeah, if you weren't going to bring that up, I was going to bring it up. I don't know. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. But the, I mean, the Mets. This is a. They're. I don't understand. Stand what the Mets are going to do. Um, but they're not afraid to spend money. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They're not afraid to spend money, so. It wouldn't surprise me if they kept all these guys and just like, oh well, the first half, first half of the season was kind of a fluke. All these guys are really good, even though they're all old. Uh, yeah, let's kind of try to run it, run it back this season, and get whatever. But if you can get value for Matt Scherzer, I mean, you have to. I mean, if you can get some pieces, yeah, you, you've got to, you've got to throw it. You got to trade him. Yeah, trade Max Scherzer this year, and then spend that forty million dollars on something else before next year. Yeah, I would say he's not helping you win. I mean, he's not the guy that he was on the Nationals or even the Dodgers. And somebody's going to take him at the deadline if you if you offer, for sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. A lot of these te- – the Orioles would take him. Oh, yeah. Orioles would need pitching. Could, yes. That, that, that wouldn't surprise me at all if you were to not a bad trade. Yeah. Not I mean, a bad trade either. Orioles have a lot of young talent still. They have a lot cu- coming up, and they still have uh, have have some down the farm system. So, and it's true that could be a potential deal. I like that. I like that. Uh, move. Let's move divisions. We'll talk about the Nationals later when we talk about the selling teams. The, <laughs> the Reds. I mean, you're in first in the division, or you're tied for first in the division, but you're ahead of schedule. So, what do you do? I would just load up, or I wouldn't say load up. I'd probably get another pitcher and maybe some bullpen help. But I don't know really what else this team needs. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. just so ahead, of, so ahead of schedule, you don't want to give up too much. Yeah. So get just get kind of essential stuff. 
And bullpens are so year to year, a rebuilding team normally doesn't have a bullpen that's ready. So going after that at the deadline is not a bad idea. Mm -hmm. I don't know how rich their farm system is. Like we were talking about the Orioles have room to still go out and get stuff. Because they still got like a top third baseman prospect. You Mm -hmm. obviously don't need that now with Gunner going off and with, you know, Holiday coming up. Stuff like that. I don't know if the Reds have that possibility. My other thing is like this, the Reds are in a weird position because the division is literally being handed to them and they don't look like they're ready to take it. Because Ashcraft, I think he just returned from an injury. Lodolo's out for the year. Green's not looking too sharp. Like three-fourths of the future of your rotation is gone or not doing too well. Yeah. So they kind of have to go get another another starter. Yeah. If they actually want to push this. But what about the Brewers? What do they need to do to push it? You know, the same thing we've been saying since we started this podcast. They need to get something on offense. Yeah. So many holes on offense. They need a lot there. I mean, they got decent think- pitching. Corbin Carroll and the other guys aren't even tearing it up, but pitching staff's all right. Yeah. But, I mean, we were one. We were right about one thing when we were talking about this division at the beginning of the year. It's not very good. The fact that this no. team's in second place shocks me. Yeah. I mean, a team um, that has no solid first, second baseman, center field, right field, and DH are all literally just like empty holes of them just trying to find something to put in there. And they're tied for the division lead. Yeah, it doesn't not make good. much sense at all. No. Yeah. Bullpen's nice. Rotation's yeah. not even doing too well. Yeah, that rotation's know. been good for years. Yeah. That's the one constant this team has. Yeah. Uh, I skipped the Cubs and the Pirates for now because I don't think they're going to buy in. Early yeah, I don't, I, don't th- I don't think those two teams do much of the deadline at all. Yeah. Um, and Pittsburgh's kind of interesting because they have the number one pick. They took Paul Skeens, who is pitcher for LSU, who could actually rocket through the minor leagues and could actually make some MLB appearances this year. Um, if the Pirates were to actually be in a competitive position, which I don't know that they're going to be. Uh, the Cardinals. Honestly, I'm looking I'm, at the. I'm looking at it right now. We're only 11 games out. I thought it was worse than that. Yeah, I think it's. I think it was 12 when we talked. Uh, the other, I think it was, it was last week. Like 15, not that long ago, honestly. We're farther out was, of the wild card than we are out of our own division. Yeah, I'll say it was. It was the same like that when we talked about it. But they will be selling. Yeah, they'll be selling everything. I think. Well, yeah, any everything besides their youth. Yeah, which is the majority of the team. It's a relatively young team. You got Goldschmidt, you got Arenado, and you got pitching. And there's not much of worth in the pitching. And so I kind of, you know, we're going to talk about sellers later. But the reason I still have them here in this category is because I don't think they're going to trade for prospects necessarily. I feel like they would just trade for younger MLB-ready players or, like, pitchers. 
Like, I feel like they would swap an Arenado for, you know, they would swap an Arenado for a pitcher or two, like at the MLB level. <laughs> or same I thing with Goldschmidt. And then, I don't want to say you're competing, but like, you're you're still putting your cards in for this year and for next year. Because you, you still have, you can just move Walker to third base where he naturally plays. And you can move, you know, Brendan Donovan over to first base and you still have a full offense. That's just as good almost. So, yeah, it's an interesting position for them to be in. Yeah, it's, no, it's more of a rearranging. Yeah, trying to fit pieces where they're actually supposed to go. But I do I disagree with one thing you said, and that was Arenado for pitching. I'm just going to toss this out in the air again after a text message. It's going to be oh, yeah. a Josh Don, Josh Donaldson, uh, Arenado straight up. You know what I think of Josh Donaldson. I know that's 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 why out of all the people on the Yankees that I want to get traded, that's why I picked him to say. I'd that rather have IKF. Him. I at he better be on the roster after uh, the trade deadline. He's actually uh, yes, he has he, he, he he has won me over. Uh, he's there. I tell at the beginning of the year or even <laughs> last year, I was I. I wanted him off the roster so bad. Like, I honestly, I don't think there was a Yankee that I have disliked more in my life than IKF last year. But yeah, he he's, I think he's won a lot of the fan base over this year. The, the way that he carries himself and the way that he talks and in interviews about when he, you know, he's playing all these different positions, he's, he started to play well and he's, re- he's embraced his, uh, his role. So he, he's one, he's one guy that I want on the roster. But Josh Donald, Josh Donaldson, Nolan Arenado, straight up. You heard it here first. All right. Well, I'll let Mazalak know that you are making that offer. We'll see what he says. Um, let's go to the West. This is kind of flipped since I wrote all this stuff down a couple weeks ago. The Dodgers have come back. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers have taken the division. Uh, they have the best run difference in their division by a long shot. They have. An 82-run positive run difference. The Diamondbacks have 27 runs. Giants have 33 runs. Do do the Diamondbacks, who are only a half game back, do the Diamondbacks have a chance of taking back the division, or the Giants even, three games back? Is there a chance? I, there, I think there's always a chance. Now, is it very yeah. likely... I think once the Dodgers start heating up, I think they'll take over the division. Or, well, if they stay hot, you know, here for the next, let's say, two weeks. I think these next two, three weeks will really say a lot about this division and how far the Dodgers can stretch their lead. But I do think it's going to go Dodgers, Diamondbacks, uh, Giants. Okay. Uh, Side note, Kershaw is now the Dodgers' all-time leader in war. So pretty much, he's the all-time greatest Dodger. That's kind of incredible. I, I knew he was close because when we were doing that, the the war leaders, I he was pretty close, but I did not know he took over. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. All-time greatest Dodger, Clayton Kershaw. Uh, I think it comes down to what they do at the deadline because they still have really solid starting pitching. They always do. They always seem to find the pitching side. But the offense, I still, 
They still need middle infield. They need outfield. I mean, Max Muncy's hitting under 200 now. I mean, you you don't have two MVPs here. This team is not good. And that's a lot of like it's a lot of reliance to have on two offensive players. Three, sorry. I forgot JD Martinez has been good. But you got Mookie and you got Freeman. And then JD Martinez is just he's solid. But the rookie Outman, he's really fallen and like just a lot of the offensive stuff I don't trust. I don't know. I I'm not a big fan here. I mean, I said even the rotation's good, but like Cindergard, Urias, they're both hurt. Trevor May's gone. He's on six sixty day IL. Grove has like an eight point one ERA. So like it's really just Kershaw and Gonsolin chugging along here. I don't know how this team got back to first, and I don't know how they're got a five seventy eight win percentage. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But, uh, I mean, yeah. What about the Diamondbacks, said, though? Uh, go ahead. I gotta go. You said Noah Syndergaard, and I completely forgot he was on the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. I, to- I totally forgot he was even in the league, to be honest with you. I feel like he's, yeah. never on, he's never on the field. I mean, he goes from being one of the best pitchers in New York to being <laughs> injured all the time. And that now when he is on the field, it looks like, like he can't throw a strike. So, pretty unfortunate, but oh, I just, also, you said it threw me off. I was like, what? I was like, oh, yeah, he is on the Dodgers. Yeah. Let's go back. This is a couple weeks ago now, and he reminded me because we have not talked about him at all. Forgot he existed, like you said. I think Syndergaard said something a couple weeks back. I think it was him and not anybody else. He said he would trade his son, which he doesn't have a son. He said he would trade his son to pitch like he used to. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that video, but I couldn't. It's just he doesn't have a kid, but he was saying like, if I had one, I'm like, yeah, I'm trying uh, to think. Yeah. Is his wife pregnant or something though? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Say, I thought I had heard that somewhere, but someone may have just been making it up. But yeah, no, yeah, I think. But that's that's quite the statement. <sighs> I mean, that is quite the statement. It is true. He is not what he used to be, and it's it's really unfortunate for him. I feel like he didn't look that bad when he was on the Phillies last year. He didn't look great. He the looked... numbers weren't bad, but he's throwing like 89. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you when you don't pitch for four years. Yeah. Or h- however long it feels. It feels like. Really ten. consistently. Yeah, basically. Uh, Let's go. Let's go over to the Diamondbacks now. Yeah. Gallon and Kelly are killing it. And the young guys have come around here and there on the mm-hmm. pitching side. I think they need a little bit more pitching, though. Yeah, pitching, maybe some experience, some playoff yeah. experience in some of these positions. Yeah. Uh, or may, you know, maybe some bench pieces with experience, guys that won't yeah. play but bring experience into the locker room. Because, I mean, this this Diamondback team's good. I mean, they'll make the playoffs. Uh, they They'll win a few games. I don't know how far they're going to go, but I think that this team has potential. It, it needs some experience to to play in the playoffs. Yeah. And you have experience, but like you said, not playoff experience. Like Cattell Marte, Walker, they've been around for a while. 
Yeah, but like they know how to win ball games, but it's been a while since these guys have been in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, the Giants, more offense could be used. I mean, Hanniger's hurt, Flores is hurt, Crawford is old. I feel like you need some support. They got to go get something at the trade deadline. They're playing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think pitching is pretty much all they really need. Uh, or not pitching, offense. Offense. Uh, yeah. But they, pitching's probably something that they would, they need to get some, uh, depth, some depth. Get some insurance. Yeah, insurance for their guys. But offense is number one. Uh, I'm trying. They're yeah. in the Otani conversation. And this is, they, this goes back. They've been trying to be, they've been trying to be the big spender for quite some time now. Yeah. I mean, Talk they about uh, all off season. Yeah, they had a lot of guys signed in the offseason for about a total of 20 minutes. Yep. So this team, judge. Yeah, this team's waiting for a big – or is trying for a big splash. But I don't know what what big splashes this uh, at the deadline is going to have. I mean, we've talked about this a lot, you know, off – you know, not on the podcast. I mean, there's nothing really that glaring that's going to happen this offseason – or not. Well, for this offseason too, but this trade deadline, you don't have all you don't have teams unloading their guys. I mean, the Cardinals, but I mean, Goldschmidt and Arnado, they're not they're not like the guys yeah. last year. They're not like a Juan Soto and stuff like that. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. That's yeah, that's uh, the only offense you're going to get is those those two guys, really. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of guys thinking that Soto may get traded again. So we'll talk about the Padres here in a second. Yeah, I'll say that'll be dependent on how they perform, I think. But the point is, Giants want to spend some money. And if they don't get Otani now, when he hits free agency, I would watch Giants to be a favorite. Yeah, I'll say, I think they're already, already are a betting favorite. Uh, I haven't seen the odds for Otani in season. Yeah, probably since the season started. But yeah, they'd probably they'd be probably number one on my list on who would uh, who would offer the most money. Yeah, all right, Padres, uh, but they're not buyers, I don't think. I don't think they're buyers either. I don't get that Only vibe from them at all. Yeah, I, I think it's too hard to tell right now if they're going to be sellers or not. I think if they continue to play like they're playing, they're not. You know, they keep following down the order. I think they're going to be sellers, you know, may trade a piece or two. I, I don't want to say huge sellers, but I think they'll trade a piece or two. I think they need an indication from like their stars as to what direction it's going to go. Yeah. Like Soto's heating up. Tatis has been pretty solid, but like yeah. Xander and Machado have been unacceptably bad. Yeah. And it uh, doesn't matter what trade you do. You're not going anywhere. If those two guys don't start doing something. Shoot, one of those two guys may be involved in the trade. Now, those two guys are locked up for too long. Soto could be involved, but like, yeah. Tatis, uh, Xander, and Machado have over 10 years left on their contract. They're not going anywhere, which is unfortunate yeah. for the Padres at this point, it looks like. See, I think, I think Machado has an opt out after year five, year six, something like that. Mm-hmm. So he, well, may, he just signed that this offseason, though, right? 
Oh, uh, I want to say it was. I don't I'm think they signed a Chief Fresh. Uh, yeah, I'll say I don't think it was this offseason. It may have been the offseason before. Actually, I don't remember. Machado's deal. Yeah, I, I started He's locked up for a while. Out. Yeah, it's like I don't remember Machado's deal that well. But I, he has an opt out somewhere. I don't know where it's at. I've seen people talk about it. But yeah, I mean, this Padres team is another one of those teams. It's, it's hard to tell what direction they're going to go in. They spent all this money this offseason. Now we talked about it, how it could go one of two ways. And it's kind of going uh, the second way we talked about it going. Yeah. Well, the reason I'm glad I'm in the position of the Cardinals as a Cardinals fan and not the Padres, because the Cardinals don't have money locked up. No, they have a lot of money they could spend. Yeah. Like, it's all young guys who aren't really signed to much. And Goldschmidt and Arenado are pretty much gone this year and the next. Yeah, whether they get traded or not, I don't think – whenever their contracts are up, I don't think they're coming back. Yeah, or if they do come back, it's going to be short-term veteran-type deals, you know. Yeah. So I'm I'm not – I feel a lot more comfortable having one bad year here, whereas the Padres having a bad year, but, like, they're stuck with everything they have, it feels like, in a sense. So Yeah, they gambled, and it's not not looking too bright for them right now. But you never know. Machado may just all of a sudden flip a switch and be his MVP guy again. That uh, is true. You know, Xander, yeah. same thing. You never know. But then again, on the other side, these guys just got paid. They not care. They have their money. I'm sure what they'll else? have good years down the road. But you're putting your yeah. team in a position where they're not going to be able to pay to get the help that they had yeah. this year. Because this year they had a stacked roster with a lot of money spent on it. They're not going to be able to do that yeah. every year with these guys. So, no. Kind of a wasted opportunity there, I guess. Uh, let's look at the sellers real quick. The Nationals could get rid of a little bit of offense here. Could get rid of a Jamer Candelario. Could get rid of a Joey Manessis. Might be somebody teams are interested in. Corey Dickerson, uh, below league average bat type idea here. But three offensive pieces some guys could take. What do the Pirates have? You know, the Pirates don't really have much. Um, That's true. I mean, maybe Carlos Santana. Playing kind of well. Yeah, Fritch Hill. Those two guys, that's about it. I mean, they don't really have much, I don't think. G-Man Choi's healthy again. He just hit a home run today. That's true. I'm a big G-Man Choi fan. they, they, They just signed him. I don't think they would trade him. I don't think it was that long-term, though. He's kind of a veteran presence, too. He's over 30, right? I think it was just a one-year deal. So, yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. you can. Depends. You know, somebody calls and wants him. The Cubs Cubs are interesting, though. Yeah, the Cubs might might trade some, some pieces here. Cody Bellinger might be on his way out. Might be uh, – he's been rumored around. Yeah, I heard a lot be, about uh, him. To be traded, which kind of surprises me. He's playing well. I thought maybe he could uh, he could stay with them. Uh, Marcus Stroman, this is a big. That's probably the biggest pitcher right now. That's like known on the uh, on the trade block. Yeah, but I don't really know how known it is. Uh, he he wants a new deal. It's not being discussed. Yeah, it's so, kind of more so that they're unhappy with each other than 
they've actually said anything about trading him. Yeah. So that if I was a lot, a lot of teams are going to ask about his availability, I think. Yeah. The Cubs also have some relievers they could throw out there. Julian Merriweather, Mark Leiter Jr., I think are some decent options. Mm-hmm. Cubs could be interesting. They could get a lot, honestly. Um, yeah. Cardinals, they could sell some pitchers. I don't know who would want. I guess you'd, it's teams who would want lower-level pitching. Could be interested in some of these guys like Flaherty and Montgomery. You're not going to be getting an ace out of these guys. But if a team's looking for like a three or four or even a five in their rotation, I feel like the Cardinals have some things they could offer here. Yeah, you have a lot more pieces down here than I thought you thought you would about the Cardinals giving up. You have yeah. Yepes down there kind of surprises me. I didn't think that I don't think they'd be they'd move off him quite yet. Where are you going? He literally doesn't even have a place to play right now. They keep him in the minor leagues half the time because there's not enough room on the roster. Yeah, I guess that's true. Waste of space. Carlson, Burleson, Yepes, Brendan Donovan, Moses Gomez, who led the minor leagues in home runs last year. Like, none of those guys have regular playing time. There's room for one of those guys to start, and they should all be MLB at least players. You know, you never know. Uh, Two of those guys may get slots when – Goldschmidt and Arnado are out. They shift around your infield a little bit. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think who would play. I mean, Carl, Dylan Carlson would play every day, and Juan Yepes would play every day pretty much. That's all that would change. Yeah, that's why I think Yepes is going to stay, because I think he'll have a full-time roster spot once those two guys leave. But Burleson could be the first baseman too, and he's played better recently. Very true. So, uh, yeah, it's weird. And the Cardinals yeah. are going to be a very interesting team after the trade deadline. Yeah. Yeah. Rockies? They could, oh. they could sell everything. I don't know. Do yeah. The Rockies. Yeah. They got I some mean, defense. Yeah. Kron, Profar, Gurchek. I mean, yeah. Mike Stockton is gone. Sorry. I have yeah, Mike Moustakis down here. Yeah, he was traded, what, a week ago? Two weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, he, he like went that. early to the Angels. I didn't even get an alert about it. I just had an Angels game on one day. And all of a sudden, Mike Moustakis and Eduardo Escobar show up. I'm like, what in the world is this? Mm-hmm. So speaking of the Mets being sellers, Eduardo Escobar's gone, but they hated him anyway. He wasn't even he was barely playing. So I don't know if that really makes them sellers. Yeah. But... Angels are making moves, I guess. That's the point of that. Kyle Freeland, kind of interesting. You know, guys who, you know, the Coors effect, like pitchers always do worse in Coors Field. Uh, He has a 3.19 ERA at home and a 6 ERA on the road. (laughs) That's crazy. I don't even think to look at those stats. I don't know. I was just curious. To see, I kind of I pulled it up when I was going through the, the players that could be traded, and I was like, you know, a pitcher being taken out of Colorado. Let's see what he would look like away from Colorado. Dude's got a six ERA away from Colorado. He pitches better in Colorado. I didn't know that was possible. I don't know what's up with that, but hey, whatever. 
And then they got a lot of relievers that could be decent. Jake Bird, Daniel Bard, Brad Hand, you know, Justin Lawrence, those type of guys. A lot of relievers could come out of Colorado. I think they could get a lot of return out of this deadline. Yeah. You, you could probably get a lot of pieces for that. Yeah. Uh, probably You'd probably get prospects. You probably won't, wouldn't get any MLB-level guys. but They got to rebuild their farm system, man. It's bad. Yeah, I'd say they, if anything, they'd probably rather have prospects. Yeah, they're not and will be ready. They're not doing anything this year. They're not doing anything next year. This division is stacked. Yeah, Yeah. they're they're probably going to be in the basement of this division for a while. Until that farm system is even respectable. Yeah, you can't jump. I mean, they got a bad farm system right now, which for as long as they've been bad, that shouldn't even be possible. So interesting stuff. All right, we've gone over the National League, man. We've been moving. Yeah. Good stuff. Anything else to say to the people before we leave? <laughs> no. I mean, just keep uh, keep liking, commenting, you know, sharing uh, Bryson's work on TikTok. Uh, you know, yeah, I took a break for about a week, 4th of July, and then uh, took a trip to Florida. And then we had the All-Star game. So I'm getting mm-hmm. back into it. I recorded another TikTok today. I'll be on it throughout the rest of the week, getting back into a regular schedule. Yeah, so make sure you keep liking those, sharing them. Uh, you know, they're, they're the same videos on TikTok and Instagram Reels. So whichever one you all prefer, or you know, go like and comment on both both yeah. social medias. A yeah. lot of times, if I, if I go, what is it? Instagram's limited to a minute thirty. So if I go like a minute forty five, uh, it'll only be on TikTok. So make sure you're at least following on there for the exclusive content, if you will. <laughs> Yeah, so get all our exclusive content there on TikTok. Uh, Bryson does his best getting that pushed out to you guys. But other than that, I don't think I have anything. Bryson, you got anything? Uh, no. Enjoy Shohei Otani's last week with the Angels. I wouldn't Probably. say that, but... No. Could be. But Kind of crazy. Yeah. I, was, I had the game on earlier, right, right before we got on this call, and the announcers, like... They're treating it like it's the last time they're ever going to see Shohei Otani in their lives. Like, just everything he does, just watching him nonstop. It's kind of crazy. Well, well, shoot. Maybe they have some uh, insider information that he's already dealt. Uh, yeah. The Yankees have been very uh, very active on that. So, you know, maybe in pinstripes. You never know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys probably won't get him if you give up uh, or if you get Aaron Otto for, what's his name, uh, Josh Donaldson. So. We'll see though. Hey, it's gonna be interesting. Hey, you know, yeah, so we'll we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Trade the yeah trade deadlines in a few weeks, so we still got some time. Yeah. All right. We will see you guys next week.